Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Friday, January 6. Let's jump into today's top stories. Michigan AD Ward Manuel says the school has received a notice of allegations from the NCAA and adds, We have cooperated and will continue to cooperate with this investigation. Out of respect for the NCAA's enforcement process, we will not offer further comments. Extra Points purveyor Matt Brown sits down with new A-Sun, WAC Football Executive Director Oliver Luck about his new gig. With a goal of becoming a formal FCS football-only league by 2024, Luck, as part of this role, will audit each of the 10 football-playing members to understand their needs and investments should an FBS opportunity arise. Should the yet-to-be-named league gain formal recognition as an FBS league, which is somewhat uncertain given the moratorium on single-sport conferences, Luck acknowledged the ability to access future college football playoff revenue is a concern as the WAC slash A-Sun aren't party to the contract and can't negotiate for a share of the revenue. If the next contract is signed before the WAC slash A-Sun wins formal approval, it's very unlikely they'll be able to count on any of that money, per Brown. Brown concludes, ADs and leaders at other FCS schools are watching this effort closely. I'm told that if the WAC slash ASUN effort is successful, there may be nothing stopping groups of schools in say, the Big Sky, MVFC, or CAA from doing something similar. Maybe that's a big problem if you're an FBS league concerned about diluting CFP revenue. Maybe, if those schools can all compete, that isn't a problem at all. The Pac-12 will re-evaluate its decision to eliminate football divisions and alter its championship game selection, process now that the college football playoff expansion has been set, per the San Jose Mercury News' John Wilner, who notes, the long-haul football strategy will be formalized to match the expanded playoff, after the media rights deal and possible expansion are finalized. Commissioner George Klyovkov says, the goal is the same, to optimize for playoff berths and championships. Now that we know the proposed 12-team format will be in place, we have 18 months to revisit who's in the championship game and 12 months to revisit the 2024 schedule. And we'll do both. Senior Associate Commissioner for Football Operations Merton Hanks adds, I could make an argument that structurally, going back to divisions makes no sense if we want the highest-rated teams in the championship game. The setup still serves us well. I don't see the value in going back to divisions in a playoff expansion scenario. UNC Chancellor Kevin Guskiewicz, whose background is in sports-related brain injuries, chatted with 99.9 The Fans OVs and Giglio about the safety of football following Buffalo Bills safety, slash former Pittsburgh standout Damar Hamlin's life-threatening cardiac event last week. It's never been safer to play sport than it is today. There's more we can do to continue to improve safety. That situation we saw Monday in the Bills-Bengals game, that does raise the question though, so I understand the concerns people may have. It's very, very rare, which is why how many times did we hear this week that it's an unprecedented situation? If you think about the number of game exposures in football in a given year, at all levels of play from high school up through the pros, thousands and thousands of game exposures a year that you don't see this. More from the Tar Heel State as Queens AD Sherry Swarthout reflects on the season-opening home men's basketball, win over Marshall back in November as the Royals push its way into the D1 ranks. I'm not sure you could have scripted it any better. If somebody said, what does your perfect game look like? I'm like, wow, that was it. 
The victory over the Thundering Herd has been far from an outlier as the program sits at 12-4, 2-1 A-Sun, with H.C. Grant Leonard providing context on the early success. We have eight state champions on the team and three or four more guys who have played state championships, so they've all won before, and they just don't know anything else. There are times in games when we probably could lay down, and this team just fights more than any team I've ever seen. The Athletics' Dana O'Neill asserts that Texas' decision to part ways with men's basketball head coach Chris Beard was, in fact, an uncomplicated one. Chris Beard didn't do the right thing, and that's why he's no longer the coach at the University of Texas. It's that simple. This is not about the legalese of when allegations turn into charges turn into convictions or True's initial account to police, and her turnabout 11 days later. Whether the district attorney chooses to continue the case is immaterial, Beard is scheduled for a hearing on January 18th in district court. O'Neill continues, I was admittedly hard on the administration for its long road to this decision but I applaud the school for not only getting here, but getting here for the right reasons. It's become, frankly, exhausting how everyone rushes to find the loophole for the accused, to protect their rights and ignore the simple rights of a person to not be assaulted. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Friday, January 6th. Have a fantastic weekend!